detective. Thrill me. Thanks for joining us again for another episode. No Gibbo this week. He's had to pull out um, Maddie's back. I'm taking it personally. I haven't seen the bloke in about three months. <laughs> uh, Maddie, look, I'm going to put it to you straight. Last week there was there was some fucking gnashing of teeth about <laughs> the strangers, and I'm not going to lie to you. I think it's just going to have to be said, fuck you. <laughs> I said it's not going to be that shit. Yeah, but we had to finalise the pair, <laughs> and you didn't turn up. Oh, I haven't got the OCD of completion that you do. Mate. Stitch oh. up. <laughs> yeah, you're up. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. Yeah, this, look, we'll finish it, we'll finish it. Oh, sorry, I can't make it to that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why, you know, Gibbo had worked his way back in. He got over his issues with how he's left again. And then once he had to watch that, he's bloody kicking down doors on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this this week we're going back to back Australian flicks, and this was a Jared pick. Um, we're going to start with Two Hands from 1999. Now, Jared, I believe you said it's borderline action. Yeah, it's probably more thriller yeah, drama. Type barely, thing. there's barely any action at all. But I just wanted to watch it. <laughs> I thought it's, it fits into the kind of. Oh, look, it finds a, it finds a niche for me. It sneaks its way in. Um, all right, before we get to that, let's do a whip round. Now I've got plenty, plenty. Mm. I, I finished Harper's Island. The last three episodes are shit ass. <laughs> they are. They everything that. You do wrong in a slasher f- film is done in here, including one particular sequence when the guy comes into the bar and the, there's a girl. He's, he's fighting hand to hand with a bloke with a knife. He's got a knife. There's a girl, maybe ten meters away with a shotgun. You could have just fucking walked up and got boom, just blown his head off. But overall, I enjoyed the series. But the last couple of episodes are terrible, and you're spot on, Jared. You picked it like a. Within about an episode, didn't you? You'd kind of guess who? Oh, who it a couple, was. yeah, a few more. And it's watching it again, it sticks out. Yeah, it sticks out even further. Uh, I watched the first couple of episodes. Well, it's actually sorry, episodes two and three of Scream, season one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think it's actually <coughs> gone downwards. When I first saw it, I, I didn't mind it, mm. but I, it's actually pretty clunky. And some of the characters, the main character is, is in particular is terrible. Yeah. Um, from an acting standpoint, from just a characterization standpoint, uh, and we spend so much time with her that it's just, it ruins it. Did you see that section of the third season, the mm. little clip they put out with Paris Jackson? Yeah, it looked yeah, all right. right. And I, yeah. watched the, uh, I watched the kind of two-and-a-half-minute preview of the season. Yeah, looks all right. They've got me. They've got me in again. Oh, they've got me in again. <laughs> I, watched all, I watched Glow season two. Loved it. So good. Loved it. I did, but bloody hell. What was I thinking? I mean, I, just, I saw the advert for the third season, and I was like, I better get second season yeah, done. Yeah. And I watched it. I just loved it. It was just Great awesome. Show. Mark Merrick. You know what? My personal favourite episode, that might uh, other people might have felt it was filler, but they did an entire episode of the women's wrestling. Like, they actually did a whole episode like yeah. it would have been, including the dumb, dumb storylines and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I thought that was great. <laughs> confession tapes. I watched the first episode of the Confession Tapes season two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not guilty. <laughs> Pretty standard. I, I, I love these folks. Yeah, one guy's in the FBI. And he... They are basically just leading this guy down the garden path, mate. You know? 
one of them in particular, because he was so tired, I think it was, wasn't it? He was yeah. just knackered and he just decided, yeah, and just gave up. That was the one where they took him, they didn't even question him in the bloody police. They took him out to some shack somewhere. They took him to the back of the bloody sheriff's house. <laughs> so he couldn't, no one knew he was there. And yeah, that's legit. Every time, yeah, he called for us for a lawyer multiple times and they fucking roll out to the door and say, we've got your daughter rolled up here, we're going to bloody put her away if you don't confess. They just laugh because it's fucking disgusting. It's disgraceful. It's disgraceful. Um, I also watched another true crime one called Death Row Stories. Um, which was really good. Similar type of thing. People on, on death row for a crime they didn't, they reckon they didn't commit. There was one really interesting one where it was a double jeopardy case. It's really interesting. I'm not going to spoil it, but fuck it. It surprises you out of me at the end. The Society, mm. episodes two through four, very interesting. Some really interesting subtext about gun culture, about what, like, everyone thinks if... if if your parents and all authority figures and law disappeared, you'd have a great time, but you'd have a shit of a time. Yeah. Because it, you go back to the base instincts and suddenly everyone's pushing for power. Everyone yeah. wants to yeah, you know, murder. Oh, I can just kill somebody if I feel like it, you yeah. know. It, that doesn't work. Everyone thinks, oh, that would be fine. And then you get you, you didn't you end up bloody Fury Road. No one wants that. Glasses, you know, the more civilized amongst us might organise a little bit of a barter town kind of system. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we'd be running the place with um, pig shit, yeah, of course. <laughs> Dead to Me, season one, was really interesting. I didn't know what it was initially. I was kind of thinking it was like a comedy. Yeah. Uh, and it had comedic elements, but it was actually more this kind of mysterious thing. Everyone had secrets and stuff like that. It was really well done. And um, Christina Applegate is excellent. Like, really, really good. I saw A Star Is Born. Mm. Enjoyed it. It's emotional, but I actually got more emotional at the stuff between him and his brother. Yeah. Sam Elliott is just gold. Yep. He's just so good. But a, but a good, a, a really well-made movie, some fantastic music, and Lady Gaga is excellent for someone who'd never been in a film before. I mean, look, you've been in the three-way film clip, you know. Yeah. What about Andrew Dice Clay? <laughs> He's excellent too. <laughs> I know, surprisingly. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, funnily enough, he did another one a few years before, um, Blue Jasmine. Mm. Same sort of thing. He's really, really good. Toy Story 4? Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed it. It trod a little bit of the same ground as three, but I just like the way they kind of call back to some stuff from the other films. I really like the addition of the new characters. Um, Key and Peele and Keanu Reeves were excellent. Um, and overall, really enjoyed it. Child's Play remake? No. Not happy? No. Not happy? Nah. All right. Uh, look, it had moments that were okay, but just overall, it didn't do anything for me you know I was kind of like there going nah you know mm-hmm. that was it came out of it sort of went that'll do it was sort of like um, why mm-hmm. and I think that the creator had made a similar comment about we're still making films that are being well received in the child's play yeah, so what's the point was... of this yeah yeah. and Mark Hamill well, let's fucking we can blame Christopher Scase can we because <laughs> yeah, Christopher Scase was uh, pushing in to purchase uh Shit, who had the rights originally? Was it Orion or Yeah, Orion, yeah. And he was he wanted to purchase and didn't like horror movies, which is why they, they sold it off after the first one was a success anyway. 
So Orion retained the rights to the first movie, and then Universal picked up two and three, two and three, and so wow. they Universal owns Child's Play and Chucky, but Orion retained the rights to the original, which That's is great. how they got away with. Making the another making one. the remake. Oh. And has Aside Chucky. from Don Mancini continuing to make his. Right. So that's that's how it all Skace. works. Fucking Skace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't like horror movies. He also didn't like the law right. and or um, adhering to it. Yeah, after that <laughs> happened, I'll join the chase for Skace. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a bit easier to find. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he hasn't moved in a while. <laughs> Uh, although I believe he was innocent according to his family I'll leave that up to you to decide there's a Netflix special coming in <laughs> Shaft no, I watched nice. the new Shaft is it the new one the new yeah, one or the... the one that's on Netflix just dropped on Netflix really it had a short run on uh, in cinemas in the US and then it went to Netflix all three generations it was bloody good mm. I had a great time with it Sammy Jackson is just in his element in that. It's it works so well with him. The whole thing about his son and the the girl he was with, yeah, that he had her with, who sort of had to get away from him because he was in, you know, he was constantly in danger. She mm. felt it was going to endanger their son. She's fucking piss funny as well. Yeah, yeah, she's just ripping into him at, <laughs> at every opportunity. He's just giving him absolute dressing down. <laughs> um, it was great fun. It was exactly what I would have wanted from a shark movie. It was kind of like funny, but Entertaining with a little bit of action worked out well. And the last one, oh no, sorry, sorry, got two more. I watched yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, How's the soundtrack? <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> Jeez, they get points for that. It had really some really good moments. One in particular that was so poignant and so, so well done. Like, I just, I loved that bit, but it kind of didn't quite nail the tone. There are broad comedic bits. Like, Kate McKinnon is just Kate McKinnon, you know, weird and kind of... And got a few laughs. Like, I laughed a few times. But then suddenly we're back into thick drama territory and it just didn't quite gel. Look, Daddy Boyle's taking a page. (laughs) It's not really a Daddy Boyle sort of movie. Like, it doesn't strike me as something that he would have been that interested in. But then again, he'd recently been fired from a... James Bond films so that's probably just looking for a paycheck I think look so what, what I'm hearing from you here is that there's still room for Blinded by the Light to be movie of course of course Beatles didn't cut it so Springsteen's yeah. going to stroll in no, and look, take it's movie got really year. good moments and I can see why people might like it. it it has those moments but it just didn't work for me but the one thing I will say is there's a reason you can just you can tell I think why the Beatles have been so successful for so long and so well regarded is that lyrically it's still brilliant written you know in the 60s mm. and it's so well written it, that long ago it's still accessible yeah it's, it's just that's, that's, that's the magic of it I guess um, and the last one I went to Sandler territory I went back oh, to Sandler oh you didn't murder mystery <sighs> I don't even know what that is <laughs> <laughs> yeah look it was if, if it was not good. Oh, Adam joined the cavalcade of idiots. Thirty-one million people cranked that shit out. Why wouldn't I get on board? Um, I don't I thought it was absolute winner. I could think of a number of reasons myself, <laughs> but it's it's not by no 
Do I know why is it a great film? But of all the Netflix ones that he's done, it's by far his best one. It's the least crap. It made sense. It at least had a plot that worked. So it's the shiniest turd in the bowl. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, Sandler, it's just, he's, the comic, comedy stuff just doesn't work. Like, no. As soon as he starts up his comedic shtick, I just sort of go, has he forgotten what being funny is? <laughs> You know, like possibly it just it didn't. Yes. It, the comedic stuff was the least enjoyable part of it. Yeah, I mean it was classic kind of like um, Murder on the Orient Express. You know, group of people, dead body. You mm. know, how, who, who did it? And and that which that, isn't such a bad yeah. idea, and you could get a bit of bit of comedy mileage out of that if you're someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, the it wasn't a lot of miles on this one. I'd say, but as far as Sandler's go, it's it's his best Netflix one by fair way, which is not saying a lot for I his. Feel other like one. we've just grown out of him, you know. Like, well, I think we have. He's still thirty-one million people. Can't be wrong. That seems to have been drawn to the bloke. Well, I don't know. Well, you that can thirty-one million can be wrong. I think. They can, but I mean, we've just proven that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. That's it for me. Plenty of volume. All right, I've got, I've got a, a short list. Too much shot. Forensic Files? 2048 and uh, well, Words With Friends. But um, <laughs> uh, I get, I watched um, I watched a bit of Catching the Lat. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What did you think of that? Pretty decent, yeah. It's got that same vibe as the Biggie, that Biggie yeah. series. Yeah, it's, it's, it was, was pretty And I thought the bike playing of Malat was excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was really fantastic. Creepy family, right? Oh, yeah. I, um, I watched all of Catch-22. Oh, yeah, was that good? Yeah, loved it. I reckon you'll love it too. Um, the it's it's the, I love I read the book uh, a few years ago, and they just capture it and they do a really really good job of um, giving you the highs and the lows, you know, of war. Mm. It's just the, there's like every time the, that he gets a bit of time to himself, he just goes down by the water, and uh, it's just you've got this beautiful idyllic, quiet, serene place. And then you just contrast that with him in the is shooting himself in a plane, getting shot at and mm. and then down and then when he's in the camp, just the lunacy of what's going on around and really, Is that a George Clooney? Yeah, he's great in it. He's <laughs> just yelling at people. It's so good. Um yeah, there's just some classic lines in there, really funny. Um And what was it, about ten episodes? Eight, yeah. Eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight. Easy watch. Right? Silt, I like that. Yeah, get onto it. Um uh, I was trying to my, my kid was sick this week so I sort of spent a bit of time with him and the only thing that he didn't even want to watch The Wiggles like, <laughs> I was like oh, I'm in trouble I'm in trouble here I chucked on Annie the, new, the remake of Annie and uh, loved it <laughs> it's, it's uh, especially um, the other one with Jamie, Jamie Fox. Fox yeah Jamie Fox just coughs up some food in a in a gaff as like a, he's trying to become a politician, the president, and he's uh, and he spits on someone and. Uh, oh, that's, that's what, about, what about your my feelings was, on the whole thing? Well, my kid was coughing food up for the next three days. Oh, is that the one? Like, if I remember the original Annie correctly, the woman who runs the foster home mm. is kind of plain and ugly looking. Yeah, yeah. Is it Cameron Diaz? Yeah, she's pretty uh, objectionable in it. She does a good job. I'm not sure that that's, yeah. I thought it was all right. right. The songs are good and it's fine. It was good enough. Yeah. I was like, uh, when you figure out it's produced by uh, Will Smith, you're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. It was good. It was fine. Um, There's been, in the background, there's been a bit of uh, Just Tattoo of Us. (laughs) (laughs) 
joke, guys. <laughs> like, that's the one with the guy who got the yeah. woman taking a poop. And his, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. 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 The first episode that we watched, his cousins are texting each other. One of, them, one of them gets a giant Donkey Kong on her because her cousin goes, because you're really hairy. That's why it's funny. <laughs> and then, oh, and then she's like crying and then it's time for her to reveal the tattoo that she put on her cousin and she's put a stamp on her thigh that just says the word slut on it. It's <laughs> like, oh my God, these people are objectionable. If you go on that show, really, you surely know what you're getting yourself in for. <laughs> that one, the, the one that they kept playing on Joel McHale, the, yeah. the fucking, the guy that gets his belly button turned into an asshole is... <laughs> Is when he gets shown that and he goes, fair play. Fair play. Fair play. Fucking fair play. Fair play. I'm firing up left and right. The best what one is though, is sometimes there'll be like a really nice couple that go on and one of them's like, we're on this show, let's let's take the piss. He got a tattoo of himself on his, on his wife to be. And then, and she's got like this really thoughtful one about his, um, uh, about his dead grandfather put on him. Good. And they're just, it's just the contrast pretty funny. Yeah. Objectionable. But it's always the bloke doing yeah. the stupidest of things. <laughs> the, um, the backdrop of, uh, TV in our, in our house has been Love Island as well. Oh, yeah. Which is sickening me at the moment. Yeah, I'll leave that to you. <laughs> the, um, I just, I don't understand how you can be in a house for two weeks or whatever, however long they're in there, and you're like, how come you don't love me with all your heart? Yeah, yeah. And then, how dare you call me Shane? I don't even know you. <laughs> I don't even know you. How dare you call me an attention seeker when I'm on national television, <laughs> international television. It's so dumb. There's some dumb people and dumb people watching it. I apologise to the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, you're still you're still on fucking probation for the last week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pumped, though. I'm going to watch all Stranger Things tomorrow. I've got... Yeah, well, oh, no, I've, I'm, I better come back. I better come back. I watched the first episode mm. tonight. Loved it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It was that's, excellent. That's me done. It was really I watched, I watched, what was the, the one with uh, the Keanu Reeves, um, with the two Asian people? Oh, I always been my maybe. Yeah, yeah, We saw that as well. That was, he got all hyped up. His performance was gold. Though. The guy, he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keanu's good at it. He just yeah. rocks up. The main guy's awesome. He's yeah. a rap about yeah. Keanu. He's yeah. one of my favourite yeah. things that I've seen all year. Not that I watch very much good stuff, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that. that's me. That's me, done. Okay, Jared, what do you got? Oh uh, yeah, I've got a bit of bit of volume as well. Um, I too got onto Stranger Things, four episodes in. Just love it. I just love it. I find it really hard to critique the show just because I love the characters so much. I just love spending time with the characters. So, I mean, Steve and Dustin are just <laughs> they're just cracking me up as usual. Um, just yeah, really, really enjoying it. And so far, the best part about it, I think, has been um, Dacre Montgomery. He's mm. been fantastic early on. He's really kind of... Uh, he's not... Without getting too far into what happens to him, he's really kind of... Uh, he, he's taken on a bigger sort of role and he's, he's really, Steve, really knocking it out. No, no, he's... He's, uh, the, he's um, um, Billy, isn't it? Billy, yeah. Billy. The, the dude that was kind of the bully last season, the guy that was getting uh, around in the car and the leather jacket and shit. Yeah, of course. So he's an Aussie actor and he's... Yeah, he's, he's really knocking it out of the park so far. 11-22-63. Finished it off. Finished it off. I uh, quite enjoyed the show. Like, it's a really good premise. I think the show took some turns Franco? that the book didn't... Uh, Franco kind of won me over in yeah, some ways. Did. They took some turns that the book didn't take that I didn't really like with Bill, for example. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Stephen King's copped a bit of flack for endings at times. Fuck, this one just kicks you right in the balls. Yeah. Like, it's just a, it's just a ripping ending. It, it really lands, like... 
you, you feel like he does it, does what he should do, but you just you, yeah. you just fucking takes your heart out and stomps all over it. Mm. Speaking of t- taking things out and stomping all over them, I watched Dark Phoenix. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, is it, so, is it as bad as they say. Uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty rough. It was just boring. It just bored me to tears. How Absolutely long was it? Bored me to tears. A tidy two and a half. It was a shade over two. And just mate, when you when oh. you took movies in the gurgler for 100, 100 nil, and you know it's a bit of a turd, you cut that to yeah, nine. Shave that you shave that to yeah, nine. Um, yeah, pretty naughty. But I, yeah, even if even if fucking Fassbender comes to you the next day and says, "I'm not even in this," yeah, <laughs> yeah mate, sorry, we had to make some cuts. Yeah, well, you didn't, you didn't need to be. So. Yeah, I'd committed to cinema time, and it was that or. Men in Black 3. Mm. I just did that. <laughs> uh, talk about fucking nuts in a vice or a blender. That's like, that is the absolute epitome yeah. of it. So uh, I wouldn't recommend it, in short. <laughs> Child's Play. I also saw Child's Play. Yeah, how'd you take it? I was a little bit different. I quite enjoyed it. Really enjoyed Mark Hamill's. Yeah, he, he was good. Um, I, did, I don't know... I haven't seen a lot of Aubrey Plaza. I could do without seeing any more of her because she was. So well, she got, she, she got nothing to do. Well, there's so many fucking characters. Yeah, um, I actually didn't mind it. I didn't mind it overall, but I came out thinking you should have just made this movie and called it something else. But you yeah. didn't have the take the Chucky name. You didn't it. think you would cash in on it, so you just chucked Chucky's name on it and. Tried to cash in that way. Well, I mean, at the end so, of the day, they probably met their budget and more. Yeah, in the cinemas, so they probably went with the child's play angle, the killer doll angle. But you're right; they could have just had a killer doll because all the stuff about it being Wi-Fi connected. Everything else was different. Yeah, it was everything else different. was different. So, yeah, I was a little bit, I was mixed mixed feelings. I didn't, I didn't hate the movie whatsoever, but I just felt that it didn't need to be a Chucky movie. So, nah. I watched Confession Tapes as you yep. did. Yeah, again, it's not not a bad sort of true crime thing, but yeah, just once again, uh, if I ever get if I ever get pointed out for st- anything, which you know, not a not a high likelihood over here, mm. but if for some reason the cops are knocking on my door, first thing I'm saying is, get me a lawyer. Yeah, get me a lawyer, and I'm not, lawyer, talking to- <laughs> not talking to. <laughs> like it's just unbelievable the lengths that some of these guys went to to get a confession out of someone who seemingly was the wrong person. Yeah. Just unbelievable. And again, following on from that, I watched the entire season of The Wrong Man, yeah. which is people who'd already <laughs> been convicted yeah. and a couple of uh, fairly experienced lawyers, investigators, police um, went to sort of sort things out. The best thing about it was in most of the... Mostly there was a result. There was a resolution and there was sort of... Sort of rather than just consistent dead ends, mm-hmm. there was a result. One of the episodes is actually on Curtis Flowers, which if you've, ever, if you've been listening to the In, In The Dark podcast, mm-hmm. is the bloke that got tried for the same crime six times and kept getting overturned but then kept, kept getting tried for it again. So it was interesting to watch that along with In The Dark. But, yeah, another one, not not a bad little true crime thing. Jessica Jones, I watched the entire season. Season yeah, three. Yeah, was good. Who's the villain? Uh, it's one I hadn't really heard of. He's in he's in the comics, but he's pretty low low rent, so I can't even remember his name to be honest. That good. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, how was it? Quality? Amazing, though, Look, right? the season was okay. Probably the lowest end of of the Jessica Jones ones. I enjoyed what was going on with Malcolm. Didn't mind Rachel Taylor's sort of progression this season. Jerry Hogarth, Carrie Ann Moss has a really interesting yeah. sort of. Backstory there too. 
Um, unfortunately, the, the the guy that's the the, the um, antagonist for for the majority is just just a pain in the ass, just a bit boring. Because they were the young person that I couldn't remember. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> was, so. they got <clears throat> tons of mileage in the first season out of David Tennant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then hard to back ever up since it all yeah, just went downhill. Yeah, he's top shelf. But you know, I've, all of those Marvel shows, I haven't disliked any of them. It's just been the degree to which I like them. So I did enjoy it, but not but they've really. all had small dips. Yeah, they? a bit of a as drop they went off. down. Well, Daredevil was the only one. Daredevil was awesome in season one, pretty good in season two, and awesome in season three. That was the only the only one that really sort of carried through the whole way. I think. Yeah. Uh, what else did I watch? Oh, it came from the desert. An old sort of no, Amiga classic. Remembering the old Amiga video game, sort of that popped up on Amazon Prime of all places. <laughs> just, just for some reason, I opened it after weeks of not even looking at it, and here's it came from the desert. So I watched it. Look, it's cheap as chips, just B movie rubbish. But it had a couple of interesting sort of moments, a bit of decent kind of action and a bit of sort of you know monster flick a bit of splatter and gore and things like that wasn't bad if you like the game and had a fondness for the game you'll probably enjoy the movie to some level but it's yeah it's just take it or leave it really and whilst i was on amazon Prime, i came across a mark de cascos picture oh god <laughs> called drive where yeah. he's uh you know uh, he's had a sort of uh was there anyone I guess a cyborg it? component put into his body. Uh, Kadeem Hardison, bit oh. of a buddy kind of thing happening there. Yeah, look, uh, you know who else was in it? Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, she passed away. The, um, her name escapes me. She was in Clueless. She was in... Uh, oh, uh, Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy. Yeah. Brittany Murphy was in it for a, for a little bit. You know what? It's shit house. <laughs> like, it's, it's silly. The villains are silly. Yeah. But... <laughs> The Cascos' action sequences are a bit like Jackie Chan. He's constantly moving. He's constantly jumping around. Just a less comedic. But he's impressive. He's, he's impressive, impressive in what he does. Martial artist. I'm glad to see him getting a bit more sort of play Sorry. after John Wick. I watched Toy Story 4, yeah. as you did. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Just I thought the uh, they just continue to find ways Consistent to make these quality. characters interesting and to progress. I know you said you feel like it treaded some of the same ground. I think it did in what in, in, in little parts. bits, but the way that characters finished off and this the way they went with their stories was just. I mean, your kids sit there just loving it, and you're sitting there going, "Oh fuck!" They're just getting the most heart wrenching sort of yeah. stuff. You know, I mean, it's been the most consistent series of films. Probably ever, ever, almost for four, four movies. Four films that, that have all been of a really, really yeah. high standard. I watched uh, Black Klansman. Yeah, I hear that's really good. Pretty good, pretty good. Um, interesting little story. Obviously, really good acting from uh, Adam Driver and uh, Denzel. Denzel's son. Yeah. It's pretty good. I'm keen to see that. I enjoyed it. Uh, the Happy Time Murders. <laughs> Didn't enjoy it as much. Uh, you know what though? Considering what I heard, I got. I got more laughs than I expected I would. Right. Not from the puppets, though. I got more laughs from, uh, like, um, Melissa McCarthy and, uh, what's her name? Maya Rudolph. Yeah. Like, she's yeah. quite funny as well. So, it was more the, the interactions with the humans. That, good. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man, Far From Home. Oh, yeah? Good. Really good. I talked to four people that had seen that today. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, most people have absolutely loved it. Um, was from, it on par with Homecoming? Yeah, better probably than a little home. bit better. Yeah. Yeah, probably a little bit better. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal's really good. The story goes places you don't really expect. 
Which is uh, some people have basically some people have said it's the best Spider-Man movie. I probably wouldn't go that far. I still personally I think Spider-Man mm-hmm. Two is still the best one, and I really liked Into the Spider-Verse as well. But yeah. it's definitely up there with you know if you enjoyed what Marvel did with Spider-Man's character so far, you won't be disappointed. So, mm-hmm. um, and that was me. All right. Let's take a break. Quite Here's it there, Maddie. <laughs> I forgot Rocket Man too. Oh, you saw Rocket Man? Yeah, yeah. That wasn't bad. Yeah? The um, very, it's a very theatrical version of Good soundtrack? Yeah, love, love it. <laughs> Give me. I'll see you the whole time, but um, it's alright. Good. Yeah. Alright. Let's take a break. Here's a trailer for 1999's Two Hands. I got a new job. And uh, you could say I'm moving on. Yeah, what are you doing? Everyone down in the fucking hold up! I'm, um... Knock your drawer! Open your fucking drawer! All of you open your drawers! I'm working for a guy. Just doing odd jobs here and there. Right. Give me your keys! Go! Go! Was that you on that Banks Down job today? Didn't know you could handle yourself so well. I got a lot of work coming up. I could use another set of hands. Well, I did see a chick called Sharon drop a big pile of cash on how much? Ten grand. Then you come straight back here, all right? Yeah, no worries. It's okay, she'll be back. Just gotta kill some time. Who's that fucking Jimmy? Wasn't he supposed to be here by now? You want me to find the prick or what? Did you see someone go through me stuff? Sorry? Someone stole me fucking stuff! Did you see someone go through it? I didn't see anything. Ah! Bando. No, I can't see where I am. I haven't got it. There are no two ways about this. If you don't find the 10 grand, he'll kill you. What's happened, Jimmy? One of the new guys. First day on the job and he rips me off 10 grand. Pando, he's after me. I mean, I've heard some bad stories about him. He's all right once you do it. Yeah, we're going to have to find the prick and do him. Why don't you just go away? What's stopping you? Anyone got another gun? Two Hands, written and directed by Gregor Jordan, who who did Ned Kelly, and it's produced by Marion McGowan, who produced The Rage in Placid Lake. It stars Heath Ledger as Jimmy, Rose Byrne as Alex, Brian Brown as Pando, and David Field as Akko. I, I couldn't really get budget and box office on this. It's a little more difficult to get. I don't believe it was very highly budgeted. In a sense, I think we were only talking a couple of million. And box office, you know, might have made a little bit of money in Australia, but I highly doubt it would have even gone outside of Australia, would it? I wouldn't have thought Not so. Not widely. No. Akko and Co., the bad guys, all drive Fords, while Wazza, Craig and Deirdre, the good guys, drive Holdens. <laughs> Didn't even pick up on that. There you go. All right, Matty. Um, oh, I thought it was really good. The um, I'm happy with the four and a half on this one. The it, it was just a quality, quality movie. Good banter. Um, it didn't age apart from the fashion. The um, the and I actually had a copy of this. So it's uh, shit. It's Winning a, on all fronts. Yeah, yeah. And you didn't I, watch Three Hands or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take this anyway. Really good viewing. Yeah. Uh, Jared? Yeah, look, 
obviously, as we said, it's not really action sort of skirts. It's more sort of pulpy crime movie with, you know, heavy doses of Aussie humour in there. Um, I love it. It's just criminally kind of forgotten. Like, people just don't even talk about it anymore, but I'm the same. I went four and a half. There's just so much to like about it and the characters... Yeah, yeah. Pretty much, yeah, or Pulp Fiction. The characters, like, they kind of paint everyone... They give everyone a little bit of colour. Like, it's not just flat characters. There's there's very few of them that are just there for, for no kind of purpose. And it's just so fucking funny from start can, to finish. I can see how it wouldn't translate overseas. Yeah, yeah. But I love the Bogans. <laughs> but I actually think if you, if you put that aside... Mm. And you were from overseas and you had a look at it. You, you accept, you know, because everyone knows Heath Ledger, so you, you'll, you'll yeah. check it out. I think you can get past it because mm. it is legitimately amusing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, whether, you, whether it's the Bogan stereotype, it's still there are lines that are just so funny. Mm. Yeah, I get. I kind of get it from both angles. But like, it's very see. Australian. Yeah, it's very Australian. And as, you know, Maddie was saying, there's a lot of references to things that something that like Australian slang for example that would just go past people who hadn't sort of you know come across it before but yeah it's just such a such a good movie I just loved it loved it I'm absolutely filthy that Gibbo wasn't able to be here because he would have been I can just imagine the bloke he'd have been glowing right about now Um, I reckon it's one of the best Australian films of all time and it gets no it's nowhere I've, I've looked at several lists today and it didn't even get anywhere on the list mm. as being one of the best Australian films. Mm. And I'm thinking, well... You know, I remember liking this film, but watching it yesterday, within about two minutes, I was just... I just... You know, it just flew past. It was so, yeah. so enjoyable. And it's, even some of the stuff that could have gone wrong didn't go wrong. Yeah, but the non-linear plot, like Pulp Fiction is the gold standard, but this is right there. Because yeah, it's non, not really. I guess non-linear stuff actually ends one, up coming around nicely. It's only really one callback. Like it's it's pretty linear. Like you start off with something, then it goes back, and then it meets this timeline. Yeah. So everything else is pretty. But then linear, everything so. sort of comes back in near the end. Yeah, and it's sort like of that. different kettle of fish, I suppose. But it's yeah, it's definitely in the same ballpark as yeah. something like. Pop. And um, it works a treat. Like I gave it four and a half. I only had one negative. There's only one thing that I didn't particularly... And it's not that I didn't like it, I just felt it was unnecessary. Mm. To get straight into the likes, it's great to see that kind of pulpy crime using these low-life characters, Yeah, but yet it's so uniquely Australian, and it uses all those things that a lot of other movies that I've watched, Australian films, where I've just gone, oh, my God, we look like scumbags. Yeah, It uses all them, but it uses them to their event. To the well, it of the plays film. them better. It doesn't yeah. just play the stereotypes. Yeah, and it works it out really, really nicely. The way yeah. it all sort of there's a bit of depth. To yeah, the, every character like they do that yin yang thing. I mean, the classic thing is Jimmy. The, the guy's a low life, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's working at a strip joint. He's low got a full life. Charming low life. Good yeah. looking. But he's goal. a nice guy. He seems like a nice guy. So he, he, that line where they're like. You know he's trying to kill you. He's yeah. like, but oh, I know. Pe- 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 Pedro's a good bloke. When you get to know him. When you get to know him. He wants to kill you. Great soundtrack. Yeah. Powderfinger, mate. Powderfinger. Oh, These man. days. Classic. Oh, one of my favourite songs. Yeah. Where have they been? I jumped straight on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Grab a little Powderfinger. Oh, 
just a fantastic soundtrack in general. I think there's a little bit of Paul Kelly in there. There's also a little bit of Alex Lloyd. Yeah, there's a bit of Alex Lloyd in there. Some like some of sometimes you don't notice it because other things are going on around it. Yeah. And you just kind of take you away from it. But yeah, there was a couple of couple of tunes in there that I was just like, oh man, I haven't heard this in ages. Mm. But yeah, it was it was pretty good to hear. Supercast, oh, Australian unbelievable. cast, at, at the absolute best, top to bottom, can. like everyone, yeah. even the people that didn't really have long careers. They just they just nail it. Everybody like Akko, Wall. Obviously, you've got Ledger, That's Rose Byrne, who who yeah. you know, went on to bigger things. And Brian Even Brown, the small, you know the, the the small the bank robbing crew. <laughs> Some of them are barely in it, but they're fucking so spot on. They're so good. Um, the mum, but she's oh go go and visit your mother, Jenny. Like, yeah, just everyone's yeah, he's trying to keep someone's out to get you. Yeah, Susie yeah, Porter, Susie Porter, really good. Yeah, and and like she's only in it for. a Maybe about fifteen minutes. Yep. You're just like you're just like she's trying to get away from everything, but then she's just right in the mix of yeah, yeah, time and stuff. Fucking um, <laughs> trying to live this good life. I really admit, I love that sequence where he rings him up, rings Zacho up, uh, Pedo up. Yeah, mate, I can't tell you where I. Am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, look, someone stole the money. No, no, I can't tell you. Where yeah, I am. and you can kind of hear it's really low volume, but you can kind of hear that. Yeah, Brian Brown is almost the uh, MVP of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, just, he's fantastic. He's because he has a couple of really. He actually spreads the. He actually has to do a, a couple of different kind of, you know, he has to go from different emotional ranges yeah. because. There's the whole stuff where he rings up the missus and says, oh, yeah. oh, Blake, it worked. tough day at work. Blake's ripped us off 10 grand. I'll oh, we'll have to fight him and kill the gun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, put him on. Thing. The next thing you know, he's talking to his Hello, son. mate. <laughs> oh, yeah, watching the origami show. He's hanging out with these idiots that are sort of doing his bidding or whatever, and he just knows how to change gears. Yeah. With yeah. The, give, give me your keys. Yep. And he's like, nah, man. It's like, give me your fucking keys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Him yeah. And, uh, and just changes the complete. And I love like, yeah. There's two specific scenes. One when he first turns up to see Heath Ledger. Yeah. He's in the car, sucking on a VB and a stubby holder. And he goes, um, so what are you doing tomorrow? You know, I've got nothing on. I've got, got, got a bit of work for you. And he says, what is it? And he just kind of like, well, you come and see me and I'll tell you, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's, it's a real kind of like. Menace. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing asking that question? Yeah. It doesn't set Heath Ledger up for being an idiot yeah, as well. that's right. That, that sort of, oh, you know, what's the other one? Oh, it's sort of 10 grand, yeah. a bit heavier than this. <laughs> <laughs> but the other one is where they grab Jimmy to kill him and Rose Burns there crying and he gets out of the car and he comes over to her and he, the, everything he says is really nice mm. but it's just fucking dripping with this basically go away yeah yeah you don't he's gonna die you don't, you don't answer you don't ask questions yeah. you can't just, just $20 should see you home yeah. and it's yeah. just like ugh, creepy the other one that got me is um as you're talking about sw- switching gears like when Heath Ledger first visits him and he's sitting there talking about oh bloody Kiwi Bob <laughs> you know <laughs> silly bastard you know came, thought the bloke wasn't there came home left me with 40 car radios you don't need a car radio <laughs> but then two seconds later it's like Jimmy asks him, oh, yeah, what does she want the money for? And he just kind of looks at his other blokes and then he says, well, it's not your place to be asking that, is it? Yeah. And you're just like, 
all. Yeah, leave yeah. that shit alone. He's just, he just <laughs> nails it. He so nails it. Kiwi Bob story is piss funny. Everybody's sitting there going, yeah, drop a lump of cash on some wrong, get it. Everybody's with his kid, though. That's a lovely looking terror. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, piss funny. So good. Yeah, he is excellent. But the movie just opens. I love the fact that it starts in kind of the middle. So we come in with him being taken out into the scrub to be killed. Yeah. But that entire sequence, I couldn't stop laughing, even though I wasn't supposed to, because the guy's in deep shit. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I've got a job to do. <laughs> so who with? Uh, Blake's name's uh, Crusher. <laughs> no, fuck. <laughs> That's what he's real name. Oh, oh cool. Oh, well, Where's he live? Oh, Botany Road. Fucking echoes on the bloody onto the uh, bloody operator. Oh, you got me, Fletchers, the pea Fletchers that live in Botany. <laughs> oh, there's a <laughs> there's a Fletcher in Botany Road. Oh, no, he's in the back. Uh, I, mean, I was just he asked, "What's his phone number?" Five, five, five. Oh, he's fuck. He's probably at his mother's house. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. And that's what I liked about it. It kind of balances that... The, the stuff that... Jimmy's in some real shit. Yeah. And a lot of the things going on are, you know, quite nasty. Yeah. But it's balanced with this dark sort of humour. But it's mm. not that black humour they give you where it's not funny. Like, we're calling it black humour because it's not funny. <laughs> it's actually very amusing. Yeah. And it just kind of takes the edge off a bit of that. Yeah, the, whole, the, the whole, like... These guys are obviously serious creams, but they're just fucking larrikins. <laughs> top, top to bottom, <laughs> you can't help but laugh. I couldn't stop laughing at the sequence where he's they're out the front of the strip joint. And then when Rose Bird, like, this group comes past, and, and of course they try to accost him. Yeah, I got the best ladies here. Come on in. And the blokes go past, and you just hear his little Weasley mate go, "Ah, oh, you fucking pooped us." <laughs> <laughs> I admittedly, I was laughing heartily too. Obviously, that's a term I don't use often. No, 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 I don't no. use it at all. It's just anymore. kind of randomly. But it's just, it's just yeah. thrown in there. And it's um, it's kind of, it's one of those bits where you laugh at it, knowing that it's not really a reflection of you because no. he, his mate is such a fucking weasel. Yeah. When he, as you said, it's in the background and you hear him yelling that out. Yeah. Because the camera's so focused on the other. It's not focused on the other bloke. And that guy. I say, what with Pando, eh? Yeah, yeah. Hey, what with Pando? What are you doing with Pando, eh? Yeah, he's such a scummy weasley <laughs> little bit of work that you just can't. That that kind of sets him up. Yeah. yeah. That whole sequence and that line sort of sets him up. Well, this is this kind of this is the kind of bloke we're dealing with. Yeah. Um, he's just such a fake tough guy throughout the whole. Yeah, thing. yeah. The way that he kind of you know when Heath Ledger says I'm working for Pando and he fucking looks him in the eye and puffs out the chest and grabs yeah. his hand, shakes his head. Good on you, mate. You're going places. Yeah, you're going places. Congratulations, yeah. Pando. Yeah, you know, funnily enough, I mentioned this to you beforehand, but that that actor, I believe he doesn't act anymore, but he uh, he is a an associate professor at a university about Japanese culture and Japanese history. Wow! So he's certainly gone on to bigger things. Yes, you imagine, you know, showing show like, this film going a little bit of this one. Yeah, uh, he's your associate producer. Oh, what are you, a bunch of pussies? <laughs> <laughs> uh, going back to acting quickly, Heath Ledger is excellent. Mm. It's kind of bittersweet to see him. Because he was such a good... This kind of put him on the map a little bit. Yeah. You know? And it showcases how good he, he was. And I mean, it's just sad to, to think that he died. Up to this point, I 
didn't He'd been really in sweat. know. Well, I was going to say sweat <laughs> and raw. If you'd watched sweat <laughs> or raw, you might have yeah, thinking he was Black Rock. Black Rock. Black Black Rock. Black Rock. But, um, yeah, this was the one where I was kind of like, oh, fuck, Heath Ledger, this yeah. bike's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then obviously took off. and With 10 things I had about it. He yeah. plays naive so well. Yeah. Yep. He's just really like a, just an idiot. Like, yeah. he's kind of like, yeah, all because that's the whole line for him through the first probably hour is, oh, no, Pando's a good bloke if yeah. you get to know him. No, Pando's a piece of shit, mate. Yeah, it all shifts shit. really when, when yeah. Akko starts going on about oh this is where we fucking shot his brother yeah, yeah. you know whatever starts yeah, talking about that yeah, yeah. that's where it kind of shifts but yeah yeah it's such a it's a really strong performance yeah Maddie mentioned this stuff and we talked a little bit about it but the whole opening the opening the movie talking about the yin and yang yeah and then spending the whole movie actually doing that like yeah. showing the good guys well the, good, the good guys that. are yeah. in a seedy underworld and working on doors and strip clubs they're knocking over banks like the bit where they, they they start having the meeting about robbing the bank and the bloke rocks up going oh shit I got the kids with me today and yeah okay. like they, they, it just normalizes everything like they're just doing a bloody normal job an office yeah. job almost Pando's the same like Pando's the scum and the villain but but they're playing with his, with his son that's hey we come here on guard ah I got a triple word score so he runs through the whole thing about his yeah, words and right. Pando oh, okay, just goes. Yeah, fuck. yeah. <laughs> uh, used up all the letters, so that's uh, 131. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> um, but even Akko, like, Akko does not get a win. Akko's, like, really this, the, the real seedy one. He yeah. never gets yeah. anything to do by the, the this real seedy shit. But even he's got that touch of the other side when he's, you know, he gets the fucking bullets out of the wash. And you see him, oh, yeah, he's a crook. But he's doing his laundry. <laughs> That's how he fucked up his bullets. Like, yeah. It's just, it's so, yeah, it's so well done. Wall, Wall's another one of my favourites. You don't see as much of him, but it's clear that even though, like for, for starters, he's the funniest looking one because he's always wearing footy shorts and pluggers. Yeah. But he's clearly like knowledgeable. He's always got a fact that, yeah. oh, not really, Pando. This is, you know, kind of correcting yeah. everybody. I cannot and- believe you'd someone who's 35 would die of a heart attack. <laughs> Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, no. He's going to the 30. Well, that's what they say. He's kicking dudes wearing thongs is just one of the best things. Oh, it's piss funny. Uh, but yeah, they do such a good job through the whole movie of, of showing that kind of back and forth of everybody. Um, I actually also like the way they handled the relationship between Alex and Jimmy. Yeah. It's really, really um, small. They don't have big sequences. Even just that bit where he takes the camera from her and she looks, he takes a photo of her and she kind of looks up into the camera and he realises just how beautiful she is and everything like that. I thought that was great. Then there's the one at the pub when he comes to meet her. Yeah. And, um... That's where the, uh, that's where Maddie was talking about. That's where the movie's really aged. The fashions when he's rolling up the (laughs) the black jeans. <laughs> the black jeans and the purple, the maroon button up. Yeah, it looks ridiculous. 
Um, but yeah, those. But those I think they, they do a nice great. job. A this, really nice it job. It starts off really awkward too. Those first that first conversation where she where it, before he takes the camera off. It's yeah. so awkward. Yeah, but you says, can see they both. You're the strip club guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's all happy about it's it. It's really awkward, but it's so relatable. They both want to continue the conversation, but they're just pulling for little yeah. little bits of small talk to try to keep it going. And as you said, they're so stupid. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. The strip club guy. Oh yeah. What, what do you think? Oh, I'm doing. Like, I'm working with someone else. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's really, yeah. You can buy that they're they, they're really interested in each other and yeah. Yeah. and how uh, disinterested she is in everyone else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially especially um Les 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 gets short shift in the when she's they're in the house together and he's trying to engage in conversation. That is she's again giving him absolutely nothing. That is one of the funniest scenes in the movie. It's just hilarious. <laughs> Oh, you, you got the, the pictures? pictures? You got the flicks out in the country? Oh, you probably wouldn't have the pictures out in the country, would you? No, oh, we, yeah, we do. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you reckon, man? You can go to the pictures. You want to go to a movie tonight? <laughs> oh, no. oh, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> she says. Um, the sequence where he takes the cash, he tries to drop it off to the woman, she <laughs> gags it, and she's gagging it. There's a bloody heart attack in there, uh, which is absolutely comic genius. <laughs> And then he goes to the beach <laughs> and stupidly makes that decision. Yeah. And I love the the, the way the um the voiceover says well, you make one mistake and it can really fuck you up. Yeah. You know, and it's like you can kind of see how he would why he would yeah you because know, it was really hot and they kind of pushed the whole it's going to be a scorcher today and all that yeah. shit. And then just that sequence where he comes back and he realises it's gone. Yeah, he's yelling at digging out people's bags. Yeah. And and then yeah, that's where you introduce the two kids into the mix. You know, they, yeah. took, they, they took the money and, and they were watching him on the beach and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that stuff was really cool. And yeah. again, it was kind of a comedy of errors how he lost the money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think you've... Uh, look, I know you mentioned it, but I don't think you gave quite <laughs> enough uh, time to the, to the bird carking it. <laughs> I, I, it was one of those things like I remembered lines and bits from this movie I, I just didn't remember that so when she walks out she's going <laughs> coughing everywhere and then fires up a dart and fucking <sighs> from one or two breaths and then <laughs> she goes and gets back from under <laughs> and then they leave that and obviously go to the beach or whatever but then Wall kicks the fucking door down and races over. Cactus. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute genius. I fucking loved it. And then when you like, as you said, you see her, she looks about 60. And then next thing you know, Panda's there going, I cannot believe a perfectly healthy 35-year-old would just drop dead in a fucking heart attack. <laughs> I reckon they could have spent an hour trying to figure out how she fits in with the crime. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's just the most unsuspecting person to be involved in this. Oh, God. Uh, so funny. funny. I loved it. I uh, loved it. Uh, anytime, anytime Pando's on the family's wife, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Every time he's... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's constantly talking to his son, and in one minute he's a lovely bloke, next minute he's talking about how he's got to kill somebody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one of the new bikes, first day on the job, ripped me off 10 grand. Yeah, well, yeah, we're going to have to find a cut and do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like discussing your shit day at work. It's such a uh, It could be a long one. Like, with Pando, though, that whole thing of um, they're about to kill 
Judy, or they've just they've just tried their best to kill him, and then the next time they see him, they're like, "You handled yourself really well." <laughs> and, and my testicles are like it's pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like that thing, like the the biggest bully in the room gets the yeah. most respect. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it was quite, he says the same thing to him when he first gets there at the start. Yeah, you know, he knocked out Kiwi Bob with a uppercut. Yeah, you know, he's no mug, Kiwi Bob. <laughs> then he launches into the story. Hey, drop a lot of cash on his bike. The bike's in the back, drop a turn. Kiwi Bob thinks he's not there and drives all the way back. The stupid bastard. Um, Akko, like we, I know we gave the cast and the characters like awesome due, and I've mentioned Akko already, but he. He's constantly making me laugh. Like he's just the entire movie. As I said, he's like the blackest yeah, soul yeah, from all of them. Oh, like yeah. he's just an angry bastard, <laughs> and he's just not getting any wins. But fuck, he's just making me laugh over and over. <laughs> like it kicks off with the, oh, you know, as Matty said, oh yeah, give me keys. Oh, you're not taking my fucking car. I've just had the gearbox stuff. <laughs> it works, doesn't it? Give him the keys. And then, you know, like he's constantly, as you said, his his anger at fucking losing board games. Or, um, one of my favourite parts is the the gun. You know, he's you put you put uh, a dirty old bullets, yeah, old bullets dirty gun. Yeah. Well, fucking righto. <laughs> you're the one who told me to put twenty bullets in rat slayer. <laughs> Yeah, he's just uh, yeah, just comedy Absolutely guy. Absolutely, but again, oh menacing yeah, kind of yeah. menacing figure. Have you got any bullets there? No. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone else got another gun? Yeah, yeah. Uh, go, where is it? Uh, it's in the car. <laughs> well, fucking go get it. <laughs> um, and when, when he, they hit the kid. Yeah, like that came out of nowhere. Oh, I remember when I first saw it, I was like, "What the hell was that?" Yeah, yeah, it was one of those. It was one of those moments that I'll constantly remember as like such a surprise. Even watching it, you know, again this time around, you hear the car. Yeah, like you see them. It goes from them driving, and then it goes to the kids, and you think, "Oh, you've just we're just getting a shot of that yeah. guy fucking pissing off to wherever he's going." But then you just hear the car slightly, but still, like, yeah. I remember the first time. First time I we saw it, I was watching it with a couple of mates, and we had to pause. We had to stop the movie because we were just like, "The fuck happened?" happened? And we just kind of missed the next section. And that's where you also get a bit of a bit more of that darker version of Akko when he he checks the, the he's pissed off that the car's got damage. Yeah, not worried about the kid. The wall's legitimately shaking. And Wall goes, "Oh shit, Akko!" And he goes, "Get in the fucking car." Mm. That's it. You know, like it's like. Ooh, you know, this is really untidy stuff, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And and the other girl, the girl is just staring at him, you know, like the young girls looking at them, just fucking checking it out. I didn't know if it was a girl. No, I think it is a girl. I'm sure. I think it's a girl. I could go either way. <laughs> I, the kids, like just backtracking a little bit, the kids, the, the stuff, you, you, the moments you get with the kids produce a couple of the funniest moments of the movie. Like the bloke. Oh, you blokes are dead. I used to. I'm fucking dead. The oh, cops no, are not used to. <laughs> <laughs> and then the old. did that in real life once. <laughs> she was like, that guy's a cop. I was talking about a mate who became a cop. That guy's a cop. This is in an airport. Two cops have turned around. <laughs> Look at yeah. that. Uh, sorry, uh, not you guys. But uh, my other favourite, which Maddie can attest to, that I use for, I've, has never left my my vernacular after seeing it is whenever anyone's got money, I pop up and go, "Oh, give us a hundred. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah. When she hands it over to you, go, "Oh, choice." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you're, you're already really in the royal family. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I love they spend their money too. Yeah, yeah. Lollies, like a lollies, Kappa track suits. Uh, I believe might have been in there. Might have had a bit of Fubu in there oh, too. Fubu, but, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which one was better, Kappa or Fubu? Oh well, you know, if you talk to a couple of my mates, you know, Kappa would be the, the <laughs> yeah, they'd head down to the dandy markets on the weekend and get a couple of knockoff Kappa trackies. <laughs> I investigated Skull Cap at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm team Fubu. You investigated some Skull Cap. Speaking of, did you see uh, a bit of a sidetrack? But ACT Policing put up a little Facebook video trying to identify someone recently, and they were in a Kappa tracksuit, and the comments were all, "Oh, I'm just go and check out Ivan's." Fashions, I'm sure he's in there somewhere. <laughs> Brilliant. I'd have been saying, Are you sure this footage is recent? Or it wasn't from like the late 90s? Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I, I'm still. I'm still baffled that you, you considered a skull cap. At some point. <laughs> Jesus. I could never bring myself to play retangling. But you should still do it. I'd pay to see you rock up to basketball in a skull cap. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, dear. I actually like the subtle way they deal with Echo's car being stolen and brought in by that other. <laughs> yeah. And all it is is... Okay, the boys turn up, they walk into the, the grabby, but next thing you know, you see him sinking down the water with an engine yeah. block tied around yeah. his feet. Classic bit of hospitality, too. Aussie hospitality when that bloke rocks up, too. Oh, yeah, so someone say here? Yeah, who the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the bank robbery planning, it's just classic Australia. He's got the kids. They're fighting over the toys. <laughs> just get to play with your ray gun. I'll share your toys, mate. <laughs> and then they start talking about robbing a bank. And the whole idea, uh, got a guard on? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah he's fat. <laughs> fat and lazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good. I'll just, the whole lot about that. And then the, the discussion about shotguns. Yeah. You give me a shot here, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. You got a problem with that? No, no, shot, shotties are good. Yeah, fucking hope they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that bit too that you mentioned too about. Oh yeah, sometimes he used to take out the cameras and really kind of you know set you know set things going or whatever. And then when he does it, like when he actually shots the camera, he's like, yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really good. The, yeah, the, it just normalizes them. It just kind of as as we already mentioned, it's the whole yin and yang. Everybody's got that side to them where you, you, you're not saying even though they're robbing banks it's everywhere you yeah. can identify yeah these are the guys that we're we're, we're in their corner Heath Ledger's you know, like, helping the old lady with her tap yeah yeah, yeah. I love that bit too uh, did you go and speak to the super ah oh, that prick <laughs> <laughs> that prick's not going to help me pass her own money <laughs> yes alright I'll come back and do it later yeah. but yeah like everybody seems to be like they try and normalise these places as, as best as possible yeah. you know so they're sort of saying yeah they're criminals and they're bad guys and, and everyone's doing dodgy things Yeah, but they have norm, normal lives they're following to, a set to, of rules that exists and it's just if you're breaking the rules then yeah. you're in trouble that's and, the only time yeah the guy sort of says oh, I've got to get got to get home and get some tucker into the kids you know after he's just planned an entire bank robbery yeah, yeah, yeah. he's super excited to do it yeah. you know it's kind of like well yeah look these crims exist in the exact same world we do in the sense that 
they have children they have to feed yeah. and they have to look after and all that shit but too. I like that there was the underbelly. These these people exist and you know they exist, but I guess we don't ever see them as much. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't work in those circles, I guess. Yeah. So. I've already mentioned it, but a couple of Les moments, like the bit with him and Rose Byrne, obviously, is piss funny. But it also serves to highlight, like, you're just you're just a scumbag. <laughs> everything he does, like, there's a couple of giggles, but everything about him is, yeah, you're just a bit of a scumbag and you're just not up to it. He's kind of yeah. like the other side of Akko. Like, he kind of starts off on the opposite side, but he's just kind of coloured by shit too. He's just constantly yeah. doing the wrong things yeah. that... Him getting belted with the saxophone? Gold. Fucking brilliant. So <laughs> when he tries to, you know, to he's, to like, yeah. oh, he's trying to make a name for himself and, you know, tailing Jimmy. And then, yeah, as you said, he gets the courage up to fucking intimidate him. Like, <laughs> <Blake> just flogs <laughs> him, man. Just absolutely hilarious. Well, and the, then obviously- best, the best bit, to me, the funniest bit in the movie is when they rob the bank and the bloke tries to leap over the counter on the way out. Trips, lands head first, <laughs> skull first, knocks himself out. And then Heath Ledger drags him or tries to drag him and he's knocking on the d- window to the getaway driver. Yeah. yeah. Man, they, Give us a hand. Doesn't that just serve to change the pace again when they shoot the back window out? Yeah. And the, and he's, and one, yeah. And the driver's dead on the Yeah. Side. And that, that sequence there, that's, that, well, that's what I loved about it too because there's all this comedic sort of stuff going on. The guy's knocked himself out and yeah. it's funny. But as Heath Ledger runs around the car, he looks down and sees the driver and it's just yeah. a... And they've shot a cop too. He's yeah, there's a big there, pool of blood under his head and it, for a second it goes into slow motion, so he's sort of looking at it and you I sort of realise things aren't good here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, car, the car getting, the tyres getting shot and just the wheels spinning. I also love that bit where the Hot 95 or whatever, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. $10,000 and you got the sticker on the back of your car. Oh, that was such a funny way to bring back, you know, all this shit he's gone through but then he's just going to win 10 grand he just fucking <laughs> waves at the bloke but he runs him off the road like so funny. But yeah, as you said, like it's just, it's constantly going back and forth between this really funny kind of thing and then those moments that remind you Oh yeah, these bikes are in in real deep, real life. Like, they're in some serious shit. So I, yeah. I also love the minute silence for the the dead driver. Oh, and the little <laughs> eulogy, like yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh mate, he's a bloody good driver, good bloke. I once heard him tune up an engine in like three minutes or something. Yeah, yeah once heard by him, ear. Heard him tune a carby by ear. <laughs> <laughs> and then okay, everyone just take a minute silence. Bam! Yeah, it's so good. Uh, yeah, when they when Jimmy walks back in, oh Jesus, Jimmy, my testicles are like a pair of pikelets, you bastard! <laughs> that was a, that was a very tiny display, Jimmy, very tiny. <laughs> I just I love that bit where before he comes back in, they're playing chess, and Echo's got Pando in a bit of strife, and Wall's sort of. Yeah. And Akko keeps going, don't, you know, threatening him uh, quietly. Yeah. Then after everything goes down, they go, they come back to their game of chess after um, uh, Heath Ledger's been there to give him the money and everything like that. <laughs> and he goes, Wall just pops up with, uh, your pawns did some shit there, Pando. Oh, shut your fucking mouth! <laughs> <laughs> There's Akko yelling at him. <laughs> but that whole sequence at the end when the girl comes up up the stairs and they go past each other and, you know, it's in slow motion. He kind of looks yeah. at her and, you know, you got Powder Fingers playing in the background. Then she comes in, shoots... The, the, the $100 notes come back yeah. with the bullet, shoots Wall, 
Yeah. Shoots Pando, uh, and then what's he goes for his fizzing, gun? Fizzing bullet. Fizzing bullet, and comes yeah. back. Doesn't he give it one ah, last time? Fuck. <laughs> and he gets killed. Uh, you know, I thought all that stuff, just, just to see it all sort of come back around and, and tie everything up right at the end, I thought was was brilliant. Yeah, I love the way that, as you said, everything circles back. You know, um, the notes circle back. Uh, Akko running over the kid circles back. Yeah. The, um, um, even the, the narrator going, yep. like, it comes back and then he's like, all right, I'm going to leave you. You've got to make your own choices now. Yeah. After the bullet fizzed the first time, yeah. he um, he makes his own choice after that. I thought that was really good. Yeah. I even liked it. At the beginning, I was like, how come we're coming up from the bottom of the earth and it's that rising shot in the opening sequence? And even that you sort of figure out later on is just all because of the Heath, Heath Ledger's brothers under the ground. Mm. Yeah. Any other likes? I mean, there's probably plenty because I only had one dislike. Yeah, I think, look, I could talk for bloody I think hours about it, but I think yeah. we've pretty much gone <laughs> over it. I just, I just love it. Such a, such a underrated bit of work, I yeah, think. Yeah, hugely underrated. As far as dislikes concerned, and I, I wouldn't even call this a dislike, it's just I felt it maybe wasn't necessary, and that was the dead brother. Oh, yeah. Seeing him, because the, the narration, they did well enough to even explain that it was the brother telling yeah, us, yeah, yeah. doing the narration. Because he even says, you know, my brother Jimmy, we got the same tattoos on our arm. And, it, and you know, it's Heath Ledger. So, you know, that's Jimmy. The guy yeah. talking is the... And then they come back to him when he says, this is where we put his brother down, you know. Yeah. And here. Not, that, that, not that they were bad. Yeah. It's just that I just felt it was probably not necessary. Yeah. Look, I, I had a... I I had had I had a similar dislike. It wasn't so much that you saw the brother. Like, I really liked that it was narrated by him and I didn't mind. I kind of liked that he was watching over him and you would just see him occasionally. But I did feel that making him kind of look kind of zombified maybe kind of undercut it a little bit. Mm. Um, I didn't mind him being in the scenes and I didn't... I kind of liked the idea of him watching over and narrating. But the zombified look, just didn't really work for me and the other thing is that like you get the sense that he's playing into things a little bit yeah it's never kind of over overtly done or over the top except for the washing basket yeah when it's like he knocked it over that part i was just kind of like oh not really sure about that yeah so i get what you're saying it's it felt like there was there was there's just a couple of things about it that maybe overstepped a little bit yeah if it had been him just, I don't normal. know, just bloody pale looking or, you know. Well, even just normal looking, but then you find out he died. Yeah. He was killed by Akko yeah. and Pando. Yeah. But you, and that's you know, you know, film, obviously, you know, you know from, from the start. I didn't mind that you knew from the start. And you get the sense that you knew that that was kind of what happened or something happened similar to what Jimmy's getting into. Mm. But it was just it was just the look of him. I thought like when he popped up, I thought, you know, there was a couple of seconds where I'm thinking, shit, looks like we're watching the bloody Walking Dead or something here for a minute. Like yeah. which I didn't really like. So yeah, I kinda get what you're saying. I didn't mind it. I didn't think it was that bad. I thought it was just it was that sort of trying to give a bit of an artistic spin on a on the movie. Yeah, and, and I must admit coming in on that underneath the ground to start with was striking I do you know what yeah. I thought it would piss me off more than it did <laughs> when it started up that it yeah, it, yeah. it looked it a bit did. funny at the start yeah, yeah. And I, he, uh, anyway, that was the only dislike I had that was the only um, thing I felt I, I don't know. trust anyone with bum bags I hate <laughs> bum bags <laughs> That's I just uh, it's a, it's a, yeah. instantly hated the kids what if they got, got bum bags and they wear kappa 
a skull cap? Straight away, put it back. Is a skull cap? Is, does someone wearing a skull cap scream trustworthy? For <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah. Apologies to anyone listening that wears cap up. Look, we all wore it in the nineties. Let's not fucking let's not try and mitigate our circumstances on what we were wearing. I thought it was a yellow. I, the yellow cap was a bridge too far. Nah, yeah, too far. <laughs> um, the, the, yeah, the only other thing that I—it's such a minor thing, but I'm just every time I watch it, I'm like, who's gonna bury the ten grand and go swimming? Like, yeah, who's gonna do it? Just sit, I mean, it's stupid. Sit, sit on your carpet or, or ring Pando back and go. She's yeah. not answering. Oh, mate. Got, I'm just coming straight out of town as well. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck no. Yeah. A Sydney crime boss wants your ass. I don't think I'm going anywhere. It just showed how naive he was, I guess. Yeah, yeah I, well, I, think, so I guess that's the thing. I think the other thing that I was trying to do with the, the swimming too was, as I said, it was kind of like a comedy of errors. Yep. And it was kind of almost laughable mm. that he would do it. But you're right. I'm not it. doing it. No. I'm she's... keeping that cash tight. Well, for starters, I'm not going swimming in my crackers, so it's not, not something I have to worry about, mate. If I don't have my speed, I'm just saying no. That they tried to explain it by saying he thought he'd seen Rose Byrne. Yeah. And that's why he swam yeah, out he there. Yeah, chasing out yeah. the water. But um, still, you, you know. You wouldn't do it, would you? You're working for a crime bloke who's giving you 10K, you know. Just make sure it just, works. Just, just, Everything's just, above board. Yeah. As, well, it's above it. Yeah, as it can be, I suppose. Anything else? Any other dislikes? Yeah, nothing really. The, the, I, I was a bit uncomfortable with, like, the Rose Byrne love thing. Like, after all of that... I don't see that relationship working, but it's just the... Yeah, she's known him for a day, yeah. and she finds out he's fucking and about she, to be killed by a crime boss. You're thinking yeah. she's going... Ah. She's not waiting around for him. She's <laughs> not waiting around for him in the apartment going... Like, and look, yeah. the man was hustling to get people into strip joints when she met him. Yeah. I mean, he's hardly got great prospects. <laughs> <laughs> but he's working his way up. Uh, yeah, he's working his way back. But, I, you know, look, I copped that because I just thought it was the perfect way to end it. Yeah. You know, there's still someone in your apartment. What did you think um, about when Heath Ledger broke down crying at the end? I, I didn't mind it. Yeah. It sort of just told you enough. Like, I like that he didn't fucking go into, you killed my brother or any of this shit. Yeah. Mm. Um, I like that he just kind of, it was clear that... Plus, he had a rough few days. Yeah, he had a rough couple. I've lost my job hustling for money. Yeah. Mark's out the front yeah. of the street. I, 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 I've lost my job bloody spooky for a strip joint. <laughs> I, just, I just felt it said enough, and it kind of was a nice way to sort of finish him up, just sort of yeah. like, nah, I'm not, not doing this. What is the next step above Spreaker? <laughs> where to next? I don't know. Maybe he's collecting money. Up at the, the top of the, the stairs? Yeah, at least he got a chair collecting the cash. <laughs> also, I'd be led to believe. <laughs> <laughs> so you're aware that they've got two different <laughs> 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 They've got a two-prong security system. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know someone here knows the ins and outs. Uh, listen, mate, you've, you've frequented the boss more than I have. <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't have any other dislikes. Yeah, Pretty much it. I mean, there was probably some stuff I let slide. <laughs> I was too busy laughing. Yeah, I, there's <laughs> definitely stuff I let slide because I just, yeah, I'm so fond of the movie. I hadn't watched it in ages. Yeah. And I, that was a mistake on my behalf. Oh, I God, yes. been, yeah, Absolutely I'll be going classic. back to it. I'll be going back to it in the not too distant future. Yes. <laughs> so that's Two Hands. Um, definitely check it out, for certainly for our overseas listeners. It's worth It's worth a look at. Um, it will be a little bit hard to understand. <laughs> I can, I can and let us know if you think it's a bag of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Podomatic. 
Send us an email at thrillme at ionet.net.au. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia and at oh, Podomatic. Five stars? At <laughs> com. Give us five stars. Look, give us fucking one star. Give us something. Good choice. Yeah, give us something. Um, it helps to, you know, help, helps us out on, on iTunes. And we've also got an Instagram account at Thrill Me Podcast AU. And next episode, another Australian film, more recent Australian film from 2009, The Loved Ones. But until then, take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.